Christ is ascended. He is ascended indeed. Hallelujah. Our text for today's sermon is taken from the gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words. They worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, many today believe that good comes from within oneself, that by looking deep into the heart of yourself, you can make yourself and the world a better place. Jesus had this to say about this inside-out approach. He said, out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. So you see, our life and salvation come not from the inside out, but from the outside in, from God in Christ. Today, as we celebrate the ascension of our Lord, we hear how Jesus tells the disciples, stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Now, he was speaking about the day of Pentecost when he would clothe them with the blessings of the Holy Spirit. These blessings, you need to know, all come from him, from Jesus. For the Spirit's work is to deliver into our hearts and lives Jesus and the forgiveness, life, and peace that he won for us in his suffering death and resurrection. Good comes from God in Christ, who ascended into heaven. And Jesus, as the Apostle Paul reminds us, is the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Or as Jesus himself puts it, I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance. We get it wrong when we look inside ourselves to the core of our very being for our life and our salvation. I know the world tells you to do that, but the world is wrong. God knows best. Looking into the core of your very being for your life and salvation is like looking inside a glass for the source of water instead of a spring, or like trying to breathe without allowing the air that's outside into your lungs. The limited water in the glass is soon gone, and lungs without air die of suffocation. Without the, quote, air of the Spirit of God, without the water, the baptismal water from the fountain of his life, and without the food of our Lord's body and blood, we become rotten to the core, and we die. That's our lot in life without God. It's awful. 
And we saw that on display when a young man, overcome by evil, went in to a school and killed all of those people. You need to know that God put his name on you and is watching over you. His ascension does not mean absence. He's here for you to protect you in this life, but also to protect you for the life to come. But evil is all around us, isn't it? Because it comes from within us. There's a big word for it. I'm sure, Pastor Berg, you've told your seventh graders about this. I always, I always hear them talking about it. The word is concupiscence. It means we're naturally evil, and without God, we have no hope. But we're not without God. Jesus invaded this world, invaded it for the purpose of saving us through his death and resurrection. He entered our world as one of us in the flesh, bound by space and time. Now, the theology people, we call this his local presence. That means, for a while, he walked around the earth like you and me, and he could only be in one place at one time, just like you and me. That's what it means that he humbled himself, even though he was God. He humbled himself, becoming just like us, bound by space and time. He became mortal with our sin, so that in him we would become immortal without sin. Now, the word mortal, I know that's a a big word too, but it just means that we're going to die. And to be immortal means you're going to live forever. So he invaded this world to give us his immortality, his life that lasts forever. St. Paul writes that when he ascended on high, he led a host of captives and gave gifts to men. Now, there's another translation of that that's kind of interesting. He holds the captives captive. Maybe some of you have seen pictures from the war in Ukraine. Pictures of the Ukrainians celebrating over a plane that has been shot down, a plane that was firing bullets that was killing all of the people of Ukraine. It was that, that bad thing was shot down. And they're celebrating that it can no longer drop its bombs. Or a tank that was disabled, and they all jump on the tank, and this tank can no longer shoot at the Ukrainian people, and they celebrate that. Well, the, the vision here is, or the, the thought here, I want you to think in your minds, is those captives, because of Jesus' victory over sin and death, that he got rid of the, the bomb of our sin and the bullets of our death, it's seeing that now sin and death are held captive. They can't hurt you anymore. Not even death, neither life nor death, neither angels nor demons nor any powers, the Apostle Paul reminds us, neither height nor depth nor anything else in all creation can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's why we celebrate. We've got it all. Nothing and no one 
can take us away from God and each other because of Jesus' suffering, death, resurrection, and ascension. Jesus' ascension does not mean absence. Quite the opposite. It means that our Father in heaven, as St. Paul reminds us, puts all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Now, by his spirit at work through his word, Jesus, if you will, airdrops his gifts into our hearts and lives. Now, I have an iPhone, and if I were to hold my phone in my hand, I could press a button, and I can airdrop, for example, pictures that I've taken to someone who has their phone on and allows that information to come in, just with the touch of the button. I'm just fascinated by that. When I was on vacation, my wife, she said, would you airdrop those pictures you've taken so that I can see what you've got and I've got? And I said, sure. And then when I looked on the airdrop thing, it had other people besides my wife on the airdrop with their names. And I thought, well, wouldn't it be fun to send them some pictures too? (laughs) But they probably wouldn't have let those pictures in had I done that because they don't know me. But my wife knows me. She knows my name. And she received those pictures. And I want you to think about it this way. God knows your name. And he wants you to believe, that is, to receive far more than images. To receive Jesus and his forgiveness, life, and his peace that surpasses all understanding. Now, when I was a little boy, like you, I liked watching a show called Star Trek. Have you seen it? Ever heard of it? Maybe on reruns. Well, Star Trek, it was a science fiction show. And these people got on this spaceship called the the USS Enterprise. And they would boldly go where no man has gone before. They would explore the universe. Now, if you think about it, Jesus has gone where no man has gone before, into heaven, so that every man, woman, and child, every last one of us can go there too. And there's one last thing that I want to share with you. They had this thing called a transporter room. It's kind of like the, that airdrop, but it's, it's a little different. They would go if they were, the ship was up here and they needed to get to that planet, they would stand in this transporter room, and then the way they did it, the way, I mean, it was science fiction, and the person would turn to light, and then their bodies would leave the spaceship, and then you would see them on this planet, and all of a sudden, they would be there in the flesh, right? Pretty amazing stuff. Now, what we can only dream about, God does in Christ. He transports not mere images, 
He transports his very body and blood to this planet, to your mouth, to your heart, and to your life. That's what it means to fill all. He fills you with an airdrop over there at the baptismal font, with his flesh and blood, his life that conquers death. He makes his home with you. By his spirit at work through his word, both here and in the classroom, and right there, with his body and blood. God with you, with all of the realities of his forgiveness, his goodness, his life, and his peace. Isn't that marvelous? It makes it so we can, we just have to sing with the, the hymn writer. Alleluia. Alleluia. Oh, to breathe the Spirit's grace. Alleluia. Alleluia. Oh, to see the Father's face. Alleluia. Alleluia. Oh, to feel the Son's embrace. Christ has ascended. He has ascended indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Thank you for choosing this podcast. Trinity Lutheran Church School and Child Care has been making known the love of Christ in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, and throughout the world since 1853 as a congregation gathering around God's Word and sacraments to receive the forgiveness of life everlasting. We invite you to visit us in person. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. You can support our content by visiting our website, trinitysheboygan.org. Click on the donate button and check out our YouTube channel for weekly Bible studies and divine service. Music for this production was obtained through a licensing agreement with One License LLC. Learn more at onelicense.net.